Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Map Report for the 2021 season. Our new weekly episode featuring captains and players who will join me, Macclesfield celebrity Pete Langley, to discuss the club's most recent performances. Hopefully we can keep you up to date with who's in form in wickets, runs and other notable contributions. I'm joined today by the club's captains as we'll give a review on the weekend's fixtures. After a couple of weeks of outdoor training and some meaningful friendlies, Saturday and Sunday saw the first league fixtures of the year. And with non-essential shops and hospitality venues slowly being allowed open last week, it seems like there might be some light at the end of the tunnel. Some normality, perhaps, as we approach the season. And so let's open the batting with first team skipper James Cross. Crossy, how are you? Good, thanks. Thank you, yourself? Yeah, very good. Thank you. You were playing Sale this weekend and on the back of two promising uh, friendly fixtures at the weekend. Not the ideal result, but I think you can take a lot from it, can't you? Yeah, 100%. Um, I, was, I was very impressed with, uh, with everyone uh, in every element, really. It was, uh, it, was, it was a good day. It was a good day and it uh, put my mind at ease with certain issues that uh, I was potentially expecting for the season. Yeah, really promising and some promising performances that hopefully you'll touch upon in a second. So you won the toss? Uh, yeah, so it was it was a very, very flat deck uh, uh, sale and I won the toss and uh, bowled um, just to try and uh, make sure that we were chasing um, because I thought that our strength was in our in our batting. Um, essentially, sale got off to a really good start. Um, I think we ended up getting them about 54 for one. Um, good tight opening bowling from Tom Key and Angus, which was good to see. And uh, and yeah, but the pitch was extraordinary. It was literally like playing on the uh, on the refurbished Congleton uh, new road, uh, so to speak. It was it was that flat. So uh, I took the decision early to try and take some pace off the ball to make it harder to score. Um, so Birchy came on. Uh, and then Jack Massey and Harry Elms uh, also contributed very well uh, with the ball as well. So that, that was good to see. Um, they did get quite a few runs, though. Um, one of their uh, main players, well, probably their main player, Tyrone Lawrence, uh, got 133 not out uh, off 98 balls, smashed it uh, smashed it to all corners and batted very, very well. And, uh, and like I said, quite a few of them got into late 20s, a couple into the 40s. So... After the 50 overs, they end up with 295. Um, Bowling-wise, we had uh, Angus got a couple of wickets, Birchie got one, Jack Massey got one, and Elmo got one, uh, which was good to see. So, so like I said, they end up 295 for seven off the 50 overs. Uh, so we had a mammoth task ahead of ourselves. And uh, we started off really well with um, Angus and Coombsy. Uh, fell just shy of their 50 uh, for the opening partnership when Coombsy snicked off, but batted with a lot of resilience and patience. Uh, Bonus sadly snicked off um, a couple of balls later, which which left us struggling a little bit at 48 for two, chasing uh, 295. So that brought uh, me to the crease, and and fair to say I was I was struggling. I think I was a little bit uh, dehydrated and mainly overweight. Um, but uh, me and Angus managed to put on I think it was about 80 odd. Uh, so that took us to 131 for three. Angus batted fantastically for 75. Uh, probably um, deserved 100 if he had a partner that could run with him. Um, not me. <laughs> I think that's fair to say. Um, and then 
Birchie came in and Birchie batted, uh, batted exceptionally. Birchie ended up with 57 off uh, 46 balls. Uh, I ended up with 48. And uh, Nipper and Elmo chipped in with 12 and 18. And, and we did fall a little bit short, but, uh, but we ended up with a good draw and we ended up 240 for five off our 50 overs. So it was really promising. And, and like you said, it was good to see uh, that we could bat for a long amount of time. And we, we never looked like we were going to lose the game. Um, obviously, chasing 295, the fielding team in that situation is very much in control. They can dictate when you score runs, when you take risks, etc. And Sale managed the game very well. So it was, um, it was, it was as good as we could have done uh, after conceding 295 runs in the first inning. So lots and lots of positives. Angus and Birchie with the bat were exceptional. Um, so I'm looking forward to this uh, this week at home to Bramall. Excellent stuff, mate. Um, I love it when you're trying to be modest. When you're reading out the bowling figures, you missed off two wickets. I don't know if you could tell everyone who, who took those wickets. Absolutely not. I've been banned. OK. In the absence of Rob Porter, are you now the new club burglar? Uh, the, they, are, they are a very large set of black and white striped pants. Brilliant. Uh, on, <laughs> on to a serious question for you. Last season... Uh, I think your go-to option was to play T20, wasn't it? For to get uh, probably the chances to bat a little bit more and bowl a little bit more, um, and to maybe keep us in the games a little bit occasionally. Uh, how do you think that's transferred into fifty overs, especially for someone like Angus, who's you know gone on to get a good knock there? Um, very, very well actually. To, to, to be honest, I was a little bit worried potentially about um, where the runs were going to come from this season, and I knew that we had a lot of batting. Um, but very unproven, like you said, playing the 50 over format. Um, so, so I was very relieved to see that Angus turned his form from last year into into good runs. Birchie, uh, like I said before, taking more professional role within the side and scoring lots of runs as well. And then myself chipping in with a very slow 48 um, as I almost keeled over at multiple points. Great stuff, mate. Uh, it certainly looks like it was a good performance and, and just unlucky that the result didn't go your way. Um, Let's move on to the first change and we'll go with Frenchie with the twos. The sun was out, Frenchie. The bar was serving drinks to table service. Um, it wasn't, unfortunately, our day, was it? No, I mean, it was a fantastic atmosphere. Um, really great, not crowd, really great set of people enjoying the corporate hospitality. Um, but yeah, unfortunately, it didn't go our way on the pitch. Um, fielded quite a young side. I think when we did the count at the start of the game, we realised that the groin stretch was probably not appropriate or else the three people over 25 would end up in prison. And so we won the toss and it's been known that I'm quite a large tosser um, and decided, not wrongly, um, to have a bat. And I think that's probably going to be the, the strategy for this year, Langers, if I'm honest, is trying to accumulate as many points as possible. And I think you started well enough, didn't you? Yeah, I mean, you know, we had myself and Josh Town opening the batting. The Josh playing his first game back for four years. Um, and, you know, this aside a little lifeline, he got first ball of the game um, with a very, very average bit of wicket keeping. And um, he batted really well, you know, 44 for first wicket, first match of the season. Can't ask for really much more than that. I mean, with the absence of Coombs in the team, I was channeling my inner James Coombs at the other end, merrily going on at one run and over. 
Um, so, you know, he was very much having the firepower to be equation. Mate, it, it, you know, I could tell having a chat with you after the game that you were really disappointed. Um, I think probably the positives that, that I would have taken out of it was that a number of people have made a start there, looking, you know, getting into double figures. And uh, as we mentioned uh, last week when I was having a chat with uh, Crossy and, and indeed Miles, we sort of said maybe some people are just lacking a little bit of composure and practice on grass. And probably that's what the scorecard would, would echo. Would you agree with that? Yeah, absolutely. And actually, you know, if you think about what the game plan was, we actually got ourselves into a really good place. We're sort of 86 to 2 off 30 overs, thinking, you know, we should be able to post 170, 180, or what wasn't the easiest track to score runs on, particularly when the pace was off the ball. But I mean, I guess, you know, just lack of match practice, a little bit of inexperience with the Lord. As I said, you've got a very young team out there. And, um, you know, we sort of got, bullied out for, for, for 125 but I mean you know as you said lots of positives Tish getting a car car to get a start Jack Dempsey playing an array of wedge shots and, and getting to 12 you know all positive signs um, and plenty to build on going into the rest of the season that's good stuff mate and um Good, good to hear that a few of the boys are going to come back regularly from university. I know we're going to lose a couple, uh, maybe for another couple of weeks, but there's there's players to come in, obviously, um, into the into the first team, and hopefully that will have a knock on effect for the twos. You mentioned a couple of times it was a young, inexperienced side. I don't think there was anybody younger than young Sam Hughes. Yeah, making his second team debut, um... and. I arrived just in time to watch him bowl absolutely beautifully. Um, very jealous because, as you know, I'm the most underbowled man at the club. Um, so, yeah, talk us through Sam's little spell of seven overs, 25 runs, and, and his maiden second team wicket. Oh, what can I say? I mean, we had to roll the dice when we came out to, to bowl. You know, we were defending, you know, 125. We needed to get off to a good start. Actually, Tish, in his second over, first over, got us a really early breakthrough and we sort of thought we, we might have might have had a chance. Wickets didn't fall maybe as quickly as we'd have hoped. Um, Ethan bowled really, really well. Uh, probably his figures don't reflect how, how well he bowled, to be fair, with um, 6-1 for 27. And then, you know, it got to a point they were about, you know, 60 for, 60 for 2 and, you know, turned to Sam and, and really, you know, no pressure on at that point. It was either going to happen or it wasn't. Um, but I, I don't think I need to worry about the pressure really with him. I mean, he just bowled exceptionally. Lots of control, you know, lots of natural variation of pace and flight and, and getting it to turn a lot as well. I mean, as a, an ex-spin bowler myself, very much realised what I couldn't do, um, if we're going to be completely honest. And It's depressing, it, isn't it? It's very <laughs> depressing. I was like, wow, you know, this, this kid's barely... Uh, the size of the stumps and he's delivering it perfectly with a great attitude and I could barely get the ball down to the other end. So, yeah, it, it was great. The, the, the first ball he bowled, obviously the, the, the batting team was sat in the, the pavilion or just outside the pavilion and I think they were the sort of half sniggering that he was coming on to bowl thinking he was making up the numbers and like after, the, after he bowled his first ball they quite quickly realised that although he might lack a bit of senior experience, you know, he He's been well coached and he and he knows how to bowl. Absolutely. And the wicket he got as well, you know, quality batsman. Um, picking up their, their number four, caught behind, good work from Jack behind the stumps. Um, a proper spinner's wicket. And, you know, no less than Sam deserved, really. He had a couple of 
balls which went in the air and didn't quite reach fielders. And so, yeah, he, he would have been robbed if he hadn't have, hadn't have picked the wicket. So, yeah, couldn't be happier. I have to say as well, um, Will Jennings bowled really well with the new ball. Brad, again, you know, as we were rolling the dice, did a good job. And um, pretty much all the the young players in the team, you know, either contributed for battle or contributed for ball. And, and you know, couldn't, couldn't ask for anything more than that, really. Yeah, that, that's great, mate. And credit to you for putting the trust in them. And and hopefully through the season, those young lads will, you know, reward you for that trust. Let's move on. Um, as I wandered around to find my dog that had gone missing on, on Saturday, uh, never did find it. Um, I stumbled across a, a, another game that was going on at Parkside. Miles, you were skippering over there for well, the umpteenth time in your uh, career at Mac. How did it go? We had a pretty good day at the office, to be totally honest with you, Langers. The the first thing I have to say, which is obviously going to be uh, an amazing occasion for most people, is that I actually won the toss. <laughs> uh, Frenchy talking about being um, a big tosser. I, th- I think it's fair to say I'm a useless tosser. Um, but, you know, new season, and I've I've decided to, uh, you know, reform my, my tosser ways. And so, yeah, I won the toss. Um, elect to have a bat on on a really good looking um, Parkside pitch. You know, credit as always to Paolo. I'm, I'm sure uh, Frenchy would echo my sentiments and, and Crossy indeed from from last week for the warm up games. Um, you know, good looking pitch. It, it obviously was used last week, but held together really well. Did start to get a little bit tricky, and um, after our our innings of a uh, 136 all out, um, I was a little bit nervous. Um, I won't say at tees because obviously we didn't really have any, but I was a little bit nervous at tees, and I, I was sort of umming and ahhing as to whether I thought that was about a pass score or maybe we were a little bit short. Um, you know, there were some uh, some good balls and good wickets for Wilmslow in that 136, but also maybe a few people that you know, a bit of early season nerves. Um, but uh, like the mainstay of the innings, very much Mitch Moore's um, elevated to the the number three position after a, a sort of few call ups from some other players, um, as as a few people had to miss out with injury and whatnot. And uh, Mitch uh, more than justified my uh, elevating him up to the number three position with uh, a really great innings um, and a good start as well from from me and Kenny and Will Morris, who sort of laid the foundation for us, as I say, on a, on a slightly tricky pitch. Um, but yeah, Mitch Mitch really ran the show with the bat. Excellent stuff, mate. You mentioned there you lost a couple of players. Uh, you replaced some senior players with some fresh-faced youth. You, Tony Moores went out with a knee injury and you brought brought in a, a young whippersnapper by the name of Stephen Moores. Yes, I was uh, very fortunate to be able to replace um, Sir Anthony Moores. Um, we, we all wish him very well with his... Uh, very low-key knee injury. I'm sure he'll be back this Saturday. But uh, we managed to replace Sir Anthony Moores with the uh, the, the ever-fresh, uh, you know, Steve Moores, who uh, who came in sort of back end of the innings um, along <laughs> unbelievably with myself, um, who who sort of got us up to, to that 136. Um, Steve hit, I think, 20 or 25, um, including one very, very big, majestic six straight back over the sight screen, uh, to which three of their players... Um, sort of were convulsing uh, <laughs> on the square about about how good a shot it was um yeah so that that was pretty good but no St- steve had a had a great game as i'm sure we'll get on to uh, in second innings you know you're probably looking at 136 and, and we know that bigger runs have been scored on parkside but it's defendable isn't it and especially with the the new fielding restrictions i don't know if you want to tell listeners about the new league rules this year on fielding yeah, so we're playing a slightly different format um, to previous years. Um, I won't 
bore everyone with the minutia, but uh, effectively the threes for the last few years have been playing pretty much the same cricket as the ones and twos, except we play 45 overs instead of 50. But this year we're actually playing 40 over win-lose cricket, um, so there's no draw. Um, and if, if the team batting second don't score what the team batting first did, they lose. Um, but within that we have a 30-yard fielding circle, so you, you're obliged to have four men inside the circle at all times or indeed five men outside it uh, is the max um and and that i both of those things the win lose and the fielding circle i think will be a huge benefit to you know a team like us who perhaps in previous years have been on the back ends of some pretty foul stitches where we get too many runs and people just block from ball one for 45 overs so um i hope that that's uh, that's going to be a benefit for us yeah, I think it definitely will be. Talk us through the bowling thing. So I imagine you opened the bowling. Yes, I did. I'm afraid to say for all involved, along with Henry Mitchell, who I have to say uh, bowled fantastically well. He bowled a really, really challenging line and length. Um, and, you know, from what I've seen of Henry in the last few years, he's he's developing you know, fantastically, and has always had that nice shape in. Uh, he just tails the ball back in. Um, but uh, on Saturday, for the first time, I, I just saw him starting to shape the ball away and, and just nip it off the seam away. He was really un- unlucky only to pick up one wicket from his six overs, but figures of six overs, three maidens, one for seven, kind of tell you everything you need to know. Um, along along with the the uh, the older war horse at the other end, um, who uh, we won't talk about that because Crossy did the same <laughs> thing. So so I won't either. Uh, modesty in the captains. Now we are talking. <laughs> yeah, um, but no, we uh, we sort of had them uh, five down pretty quick for not too many. Um, and Henry Mitchell, as I say, bowled six overs of his spell, and and I carried on and bowled my ten overs. Uh, and then I, <laughs> I unleashed the the powers of Steve Moores and Steve Whittingham to uh, to to really kind of kill off the game. It's a cruel, cruel twist to put on the opposition, there, isn't it? You get rid of the opening bowlers, the first change, and you think, right, maybe we'll have a look at these guys and see what what runs we can score. Knocking off of you know 136 in in 40 overs should be possible, and then you know you wheel those two out for want of a better phrase. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure they both take great umbrage at you suggesting they needed wheeling anywhere. <laughs> uh, p- perhaps Tony Moores did on Saturday. But uh, no, Steve, uh, you know, Steve bowled what you'd expect. He was just at the batsman, um, you know, lots of flight, lots of spin. And um, he was bowling big, big away swinging arm balls, obviously. Uh, he was probably swinging it more than I do. Um, and it was really amusing because three of their players were accusing him of bowling doosras. Um, which which obviously amused us uh, no end. Of course, Steve didn't deny it. But uh, yeah, you know, the last batsman came out and he said, uh, oh, I really don't want to face this. Apparently, your, your guy's bowling a doosra, to which we, we all uh, sort of fell about laughing. So so Steve <laughs> Moores is now the proud owner of a doosra, according to Wilmslow Cricket Club. Brilliant stuff. Him and Shaq play Mushtaq. Yes. Um, so you won by 77 runs and that took you into a, a little T20 game on Sunday, I believe. Yeah, so we, we have this sort of early uh, early season T20 league, which um, historically, if I'm honest, has always been a, b- a bit of a pain for us, to be honest with you. Fielding um, teams back to back on the first three weekends of the season has always been a bit difficult. So in all honesty, we've we've never really done that well in the competition. We tend to, to have a bit of a better crack at the uh, the midweek T20 Campaign later in the season, but um, this year, you know, just 
showing what depth we have at the club, obviously with the fourth team, which we'll get onto with Matt. But um, we were able to field a, a really strong side um, and, uh, and and sort of put Haslington third team, well, pretty much to the sword. Max scored 178 uh, for six off their 20 overs. Um, Ian Kenny, 33. Tom Carter opened the batting with him, 14. Uh, mainstay of the uh, the innings was Josh with 54. Great knock from him. And uh, Long has chipped in. Rad has hit a few at the end. And, and captain for the day, Steve Whittingham, because I... I really don't enjoy captaining T20. Witt has chipped in with 14, um, which was always going to be far too much for them, if if I'm honest. Um, and in reply, uh, Haslington sort of made it to 109 for five off their 20 overs um, with some, some pretty awful bowling from me, actually. I think I bowled about eight or nine wides. Uh, Crossy, I'm sure, will be glad to tell you at some point that I, I resorted to going round the wickets. Um, he was claiming it's because I didn't know where off stump was. Uh, I was trying a, a tactic, and if you believe that, uh, you know. <laughs> well, we'll leave it there. But no, uh, we we, uh, we we sort of completed a pretty comfortable victory, um, and the wickets went to Tom Radley, Stephen Whittingham, uh, and Finley Nash with two wickets, who was exceptional, I have to say. Um, you know, some really great signs coming from Finn Nash. And uh, yeah, we look forward to sort of seeing him develop, certainly in these next few T20 games. And I'm sure, not stealing Matt's thunder, he'll uh, he'll have some stuff to say about him as well. Excellent stuff. Bags and bags of youth there, bags and bags of experience as well with the threes. Um, let's move on to Matt and we'll see if the threes were carrying the flag on the victories this weekend or if the fours managed to steal one. Matt, how are you doing? I'm very good, mate. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. You were away at North East Cheshire, formerly known as Disley Cricket Club, um, amalgamated with somebody else, I believe. Um, how did you go, mate? Yes, we're at the, uh, the lovely heights of Disley. Uh, so this is the um, debut for Saturday team, which was obviously a great occasion for us. Um, unfortunately, unlike Crossy's experience at Sale, the wicket wasn't quite a road. In fact, it was the complete opposite. Um Despite this, in my internal wisdom, I did decide to bat first after winning the toss, um, going for the bonus points. Um, and to be fair, the opening batsman, uh, Yash and Robin Farmer, did actually make that seem like a, a decent decision. Um, they started really well, actually, put on 50 runs for the opening partnership, scoring quite quickly, you know, really attacking their bowling. Um, but unfortunately, Robin caught at cover, I think, on about 20-odd. Um, and after that, we had a bit of a collapse. Um, Charlotte Neal at three, but on a, you know, six runs were quite useful, but we were just getting caught out on that wicket with the ball keeping unbelievably low, going underneath the bat and catching a few of us out, not really playing on the front foot when we should do. Um, so we shipped another four wickets after that for about one run between us, meaning that when Sebi came in, we were six wickets down uh, with only about 58, 59 on the board. Uh, so not looking great, to be honest. Um, but to be fair to Sebi, he did what Sebi does best, and he whacked it and played some big shots. And um, But he got us back in the game, um, hit a useful 17, which got us into the bonus points category, I think 80 runs plus. Um, he was eventually bowled, um, as was Yash. Yash played incredibly sensibly. He, only, he got 31 runs, but he did exactly what we needed him to do, hung around for a while, checked with people, he gave every batsman coming in the exact same advice, get forward to it. Not many of us did, um, but to be fair to him, he did really well. Um, 
So we're still, you know, floundering around 80-odd, seven runs, sorry, seven wickets down, not looking great. Um, but thankfully, the Ackley cousins came in and really got us back in the game. Um, so Charlie put on um, 11 runs, George put on nine. They saw us home um, to the 40-over mark, so played out all our overs, which was fantastic. Um, but that got us to 129 all out, which looking at that wicket was actually a really competitive score. Um, got us a few bonus points. Um, best moment of the innings, by the way, was young George wandering out, innocently taking his guard left-handed, only to just um, decide to bat right-handed and sort of wondering why the whole team were going a bit berserk because I had to change the whole field setting, which is absolutely priceless. Um, but it was a good first innings and then um, we felt confident going into the bowling. Yeah, so we opened the bowling uh, with, as Miles mentioned, young Finn Nash and Ben Farmer. It were brilliant. I mean, we had them six for two. Ben taking the opening wicket, doing what he does best, finding the outside edge. Fantastic catch by Yash at Gully. Finn clean bowled there, um, number two batsman, absolutely superb. And we felt really confident. But to be fair to them, uh, their number three batsman did what the right thing. He hung around, survived a bit of a few scares, but managed to put on a useful 68. And despite an extra wicket, from uh, Ben Farmer, a cut and bold, and a wicket from Sebi. We just couldn't get that extra breakthrough. And they hung around for a while and they did what they had to do, slowly got the runs. And they got there with about five, six overs to spare. So we were on the losing side, unfortunately, yes, on Saturday. But you know what? It was a lot of positives um, and some fantastic bowling from a really, really young outfit. I'd love to echo that, Matt, actually. You know, if, you, if you're batting out your 40 overs on a Saturday and getting the opposition down into the last 10 overs of, you know, of their run chase, then it, it just makes it more enjoyable for everybody, doesn't it? Obviously, everybody wants to win every time they take the field, but um, I'm sure there'll be some four teams in the county who have, you know, n- not um, shown a performance like that. I think 129 off 40 overs, you know, if, if, you, if your four team are scoring 150 runs on a Saturday, they're going to win more games than they probably lose at that level. Um, and, and hopefully that 129 is a benchmark and, and they'll go on from there. Absolutely, mate. Yeah, I think it's um, a lot of lessons learned, but, you know, the effort and enthusiasm, I can't fault. I mean, young George mentioned before, he just would not shut up in the field, which is absolutely fantastic. The work rate was there. So plenty of positives on to next week. A few lessons learned, but that's by no means a bad thing. Great stuff, Matt. And uh, I did see your message saying that selection was hard. Um, I'm imagining there's a few people that will be disappointed to miss out. Uh, maybe they'll get an opportunity over the coming weeks, not necessarily this week, but definitely over the rest of the season, early season. Absolutely, me, yeah. Um, the more availability, the better. And the Sunday league will start over the coming weeks as well. So there'll be plenty of opportunity. But yeah, it's, it's a brilliant situation to be in, having more than the allocated 44 players on a Saturday available. Let's keep this bit very short and sharp. Um Crossy, I hope you're still awake. Uh, player of the match for the firsts this weekend. Easy one. Uh, go with Angus Thompson. Uh, 75, like I said, should have been 100 if he if he had someone that could run 22 yards with him. And, uh, and he bowled really well as well. I think he picked up a couple of wickets. So uh, no questions asked. Angus, for me. Thanks for that. Thanks for that, Crossy. And his ginger as well, which helps. Uh, Frenchie. So for me, it's going to be Sam Hughes. Um, seven overs, one for 25 on debut in the second team against uh, a side who'll be challenging for the title. Great performance. Yeah, I'll definitely echo that. He, he looked like he 
his bowling, um, his 300th over in second team cricket rather than his first, second and third. Miles, same question to you, please. Uh, it's got to be Mitch Moores for a great knock uh, and then also an exemplary performance behind the stumps, uh, which was always pleasing to see, especially as he took a catch off my bowling. But no, Mitch, was, which was great, and I should have mentioned that first time as well. Excellent performance behind the stumps and, uh, you know, uh, a really senior innings up top. Anything for Sunday? Um, I think it's got to have to be Big Josh for Sunday. Uh, 60-odd, just whacked it. Get it whacked. Uh, Matt, for the fourth, please, on Saturday. Yeah, tough one, this. I'm going to go Yash for a very mature 30, which gave us a fighting chance in that first innings. He played a difficult wicket very well. So, yeah, Yash Jane. Thank you very much, guys. Well done to all those players that were mentioned there and obviously all the guys that, that weren't mentioned. Um, Saturday, the 24th of April, as we're moving forward, the first to make their first appearance in the league at Victoria Road this weekend. I think I'm right that you're playing Bramall Crossy, 12 o'clock start. Indeed. Frenchy, you're going the short distance over to Toft to play their seconds. Absolutely, looking forward to it. Good stuff. Miles, you're away at Kingsley. Yep, I have no idea where that is, but I'll, I'm sure I'll find it on Google Maps soon. I think it's in Cheshire. Um, and the fours, Matt, you're at home on Parkside and you're playing Ross Thurn. I hope I've pronounced that right. Yeah, Ross Thurn, first 11, or I'm guessing only 11, but yeah, home against Ross Thurn. Excellent stuff and exciting for Sunday. Um, we've got, uh, is this another T20 game on Sunday, Miles? Yeah, the threes have got uh, the second in their mini pool um, away at Nantwich, third team. Outstanding. And I'm seeing here the ladies' fixtures as well. Um, Broadbottom, Langley, Mac um, have, have got a little bit of a round. Oh, sorry, Anstock, Port Georgians and Toft. Have got a little bit of a round robin tournament going on at Mac at the club on Sunday. So come down and support those guys as well. Thank you very much for listening, and we look forward to giving you some more information next week.